This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Welcome to the Infinite Spark of Beam podcast. My name is Keith Welsh, and in this episode, I'm going to go over it again. We're going to talk about it once again. We're going to talk about karma. Um, And I'm going to get into it because I was reading a book last night, and we're going along reading, um, and the the description of karma was the same old thing, and it was confusing for... um, it's confusing for someone who isn't, you know, eyeballs deep in this shit like I am or have been um, for so long. And the compliment that I get the most is that I'm very good at breaking things down in a way that everybody can understand them. That was something I used to do in our sangha. And um, it's something that my other sangha members hated about me. They would sigh and roll their eyes when my hand would go up. But um, I'm going to ask my questions anyway because I am interested in the truth. I want to know the truth. And if you are somebody who believes that you have it, then I'm going to question you. Um, For instance, right now, I'm into two books that um, I uh, have deemed as hogwash. I'm halfway through. I'm going to finish them anyway, but... um, I am positive that these two people have not been pushed hard enough by their quote-unquote followers. Um, some of you are going to be very upset about this, but it's Dolores Cannon and her daughter Julia Cannon. Um, they loop around and fuck their own story up a lot, and um, I don't think they've been pushed. They haven't been challenged. They haven't been challenged by somebody with a Vedic background. Um, And I know that they describe going to an ashram in the Bahamas, Sivananda's yoga school, um, and doing a talk there. And again, I don't believe that those students push anybody. Um, No offense, but I've been to a lot of yoga classes. Uh, I've partaken in a lot of teachings from a lot of different types of teachers. And I don't consider myself to be particularly special or uh, above average, but I'm the only one with questions. I find that hard to believe. I do believe that uh, by the grace of my own, uh, that my own samskaras is that um, I uh, don't know when to not uh, be weird. So I I ask questions that others... uh, see as confrontational but I don't. I'm just asking. The teacher usually doesn't but the other students do. Um, And that's fine. But that's what's allowed me over the years to learn more and it has allowed me when I took that information into a clinical setting working in mental health and addiction allowed me to understand that even better, right? Um, I didn't get out of college and just shut down because my professor told me what was what and then I just moved on. 
No, I was coming from a different world. So when I got into that world, I just started reading, 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 reading. I read the latest. I wanted to know everything. I had a few friends that were in that world that were very cool and knew what they were talking about. So I like to understand. And when it comes to something like karma, it can be very complicated. But I believe that our birth as human beings is... um, is uh, 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 if we can understand how the human mind works on a materialist level, if we can understand the body on a materialist level, then we understand these deeper, uh, more difficult spiritual uh, concepts. Uh, so before that, go to the website, uh, click on the Patreon donate button. If you want to donate money because you appreciate this content, I appreciate you. PayPal, Venmo. Um, if you're interested in the Patreon, so there's four tiers. There's a $1 tier, a $5 tier, a $10 tier, a $20 tier. The $10 journey tier uh, gives you access to the first Wednesday of every month online gathering. Um, that comes with an email and some suggested reading material. You don't have to. Just take a look at it. Um, lately, it's been stuff out of the new book that I'd like you to read and understand before we get into it. You don't have to. I, you're busy. I get it. Um, and then the awake tier, which is the first Wednesday of every month and the third Wednesday of every month. Again, both of those tiers come with emails and suggested readings, stuff like that. Um, pardon me, I'm a little congested. Um, so that's that. Uh, my attempt there is to build a community of people um, that get you guys in touch with each other. You're just, just regular folks. It's no special weirdo shit. Just regular people with an interest in, um, you know, in in matters outside of the material world, you know. Um, coming up on a blinking red light. It rained, so, you know, everything has got problems now. Um, <laughs> so there's that. Uh, if you're interested in one-on-one time with me, go to the About page, read a little bit about me, see what I have to offer you. Um, if you want me to... I don't know, maybe you have a meditation practice, you want to understand it a little deeper, you want to start one, whatever it is, um, we can do that, let me know. Um, If you are interested in a deeper spiritual understanding, uh, maybe you you, you feel stuck, you've hit a plateau, let's talk about it. Um, If you have a yoga school or some other school and you want me to come do a workshop or um, give a talk, more than happy. Uh, all these things, reach out through email or Instagram direct message. If you're interested in thought transformation or restructuring, that is a, a method of handling PTSD, ruminating thinking, anxiety, grief and loss, something I've developed over the years um, after being certified in a thing called rapid resolution therapy. Um, so thought transformation or restructuring is kind of my expanded version of that run through a spiritual filter. Okay, uh, so back to karma. So I think that um, I have both understanding. So let's, I like to say that, you know, uh, that pranayam became uh, breath work or uh, cardiac coherent breathing. Um, shamatha or vipassana or any other meditation practice became known as mindfulness. Uh, so now everyone's a mindfulness coach, which I find fucking hilarious um, mindfulness teacher no it's, med- it's meditation we could call it meditation like if the insurance companies get bent out of shape fuck them um, 
and karma became cognitive behavioral therapy. Now, cognitive behavioral therapy, therapy is the idea that your thoughts are reinforced by your behaviors. You'll continue to think the way you think because you're acting the way you're acting. And you'll continue to act the way you act because you think the way you think. Um, they can do, they being the medical establishment, these fucking therapists and all these people can spend days and there's textbooks and all this stuff explaining cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, then there's this karma, which is the same thing, but I, it can get complicated. Um, and there is this mystical overview of past lives and future existence and all this. But let's just look at it, okay? Um, I'll use myself as an example. Um, so from a very early age, my mind was trained to perceive the world as just a vast landscape of potential threats and potential adversaries that were all trying to hurt me. Okay. So that makes my nervous system tight. That makes me feel tight. And, and there's all these little signals that would make me, you know, and that was about perception, perceiving, meaning perception, the way we regard, understand, and interpret. So the way I was regarding, understanding, and interpreting everyone else's speech, everyone's actions, the world around me was uh, through this lens of a hurt kid. Now, a lot of you with that lens want everyone to behave a certain way. Well, don't say that because that'll trigger me. Don't do this because that'll trigger me. Good fucking luck. They're not trying to hurt you and no one's trying to trigger you. You can't, what Chugam Trungpa or somebody used to say, you can't carpet the world in leather, but you can't put some shoes on, meaning you got to handle your own shit. It's like, everyone doesn't need to watch what they say. You need to watch your filters. You need to start from a place of love and understanding instead of starting from this place of, of injured and wounded. So every time I acted as if one of these triggers was real, meaning that I acted aggressively, because that's my fear response. It's fight. It's not flight, fight, or there's fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. Mine was fight. Um, still is. And that's not always throwing things and punching stuff. Sometimes it's like just yelling, uh, aggressive speech. Fuck me, fuck you, you mother. You know, like, what the fuck did you say? Like that kind of stuff, right? Every time I acted that way, then it reinforced the perception in my mind that the world was dangerous, that these things were going to hurt me. So that, you know, from that perspective, I say my karma sucks, man, because the world is so dangerous and hurtful and people are so fucked up, man. People are fucked up. The world's fucked up. So what we have here is thought occurring out of habit because the behavior reinforces that habit. Um, the language that I use to describe the way I'm thinking. There's another problem. <clears throat> the six cognitive faculties of the mind are judgment, perception, consciousness, language, memory, and thinking. So the way we speak about things, the way we speak about ourselves, the world around us, these are symbols that we're using to add value and meaning to the world, to our experience. So the nervous system then behaves, right? The behavior piece of cognitive behavioral therapy uh, is not just the actions and the things that we say, but these dolts would like you to believe that because they don't, they haven't gone any deeper. And I'm a little... Sorry, I'm a little spicy because I don't have to work in that world anymore. And so now I can just say it. Um, 
but when you're just operating on basic cable, then you just have a basic cable fucking understanding of it. But, I, and I use the word dolts aggressively because if you're going to get out of school and not make the slightest attempt to expand your consciousness, learn more, and truly understand what you're saying to people and what you're taking their money for, uh, you are a dolt. And I don't think that you have everyone's best interest at heart. I think there are people that just want to help. And I think there are people that want to be the one that helps. That's the difference. When you want to be the one that does the helping, that can be a problem. So, the behavior isn't always, you know, when I would lash out, say something crazy, do something mean, that's me responding to my senses. I'm a slave to my senses, as Krishna says in the Gita. Um, You are still tied up in it. Okay. So how do I help how my body feels about what I'm thinking? Because what the mind perceives, the body will feel. So that's the meditative practice. And I talk about, I think I talked about that last week um, by the time this comes out. So the mind is telling the body how to feel. The body is telling the mind what to think. Without that practice of noticing thought, bringing my awareness from the thought, my attention from the thought, to the sensation of air going in and out of my nose. That's dual attention stimulus. There's your clinical term. You're training the nervous system to understand, to know that it doesn't need to respond to the mind. That is the gift of meditation. And that body, that body not having that response allows you space to think about the thoughts that are coming up. And that's our metacognition piece. There's your other clinical term. To think about thinking. To observe. To witness. And when we operate as the witness, as the observer, as the watcher, then we have the ability to rearrange our thoughts, change our perception, have a different experience. That changes your karma. Because as long as I behave that way then it will continue to experience that. So karma is not what is happening. Old age, sickness, death, impermanence, those things are the rules of this earth school. That's, those, that's, the, game, that's the game. Those are the rules of the game. What we're learning to do is that we allow those things without... We allow those things and that creates equanimity. No strong emotional response, evenness of temper. Um, equanimity is a word that doesn't get used enough in a clinical setting. Uh, and you watch them fumble around. Instead of just using a word like equanimity, they try to explain or over-explain something. It's just equanimity. And equanimity, evenness of temper, no strong emotional response, does not mean that you do not have an opinion about what is happening. It means that that sucks and I'm okay. And with that space, that allows me to do something different and change my karma. Over time, I stop experiencing things that way. So another way to look at this. This present moment is the result of the previous present moment. I am experiencing another aggressive situation because in the previous present moment, I acted as if. This is an act of as if situation where 
If I act as if the mind is true and the mind is real and my thoughts are real and my perceptions are true and accurate and objectively, well, then the body's going to respond and I act as if and I reinforce the nervous system and the mind through whatever, through ruminating, through whatever, right? Then I'm going to continue to experience the world that way. But if I start to take steps to create space, change the thinking, notice the thoughts come up, swipe this thought out, replace it with this one, see how I feel, or just go to my breath, allow the mind to race, breathe slowly, take my attention from the thoughts to the sensation of my nose, breathe slowly, slowly. Then I create space, I create new experiences. That's what this is. That's what you, you reap what you sow. That's what it is. Um, if I, uh, if I'm the kind of person that steals lawn equipment, right? And I steal your lawnmower, right? And then somebody, uh, steals my bike. Well, that's probably because since I'm the kind of asshole that steals lawnmowers, then I've probably surrounded myself with assholes that steal bicycles, right? Um, that's, that's something to look at. You know, if I'm the kind of person that does this, then of course I've surrounded myself with the kind of people that do this. That's what it is. If you hang, you know, it's my, my grandmother uh, said, she gave me two pieces of advice. She said, if you drink, you'll get AIDS. And to be fair, it was the 80s and nobody knew anything. But she also used to say, if you play in shit, you will get it on you. There's your karma. If you want to roll around in anger and play with anger and act as if this is all a fucking federal case and that your anger isn't rooted in your own uh, feelings of being less than, unheard, embarrassment, whatever, and you want to act like your righteous anger is true and real, then yeah, you're going to get righteous anger shit all over you. Um, these are the rules. And that's karma. That as long as you act as if you reinforce and then remember the act acting behaving is not always saying something out loud doing something physically it is staying with the thought ruminating on the thought uh not slowing your nervous system tightens so you instead of going to your breath and breathing slowly and and, and maybe soothing that nervous system you pace quickly breathe <laughs> and you reinforce all of it again you you keep you keep the cycle going that's karma. Karma is not what is happening. Karma is how the mind relates to what is happening. Karma is how the mind relates to the world, right? Um, stuff happens that some people like and stuff happens that the, the same thing happens and people don't like it. You know, like, what did I do to deserve this? It's like, well, you've surrounded yourself and you've reinforced these thoughts and, you know, and without... Try, you know, so as a child, I told you, acted very aggressively and, and would act as if, as a child, more as a teenager actually, um, would act as if these things were threats, so I experienced more threats. The reality is those things weren't threats. And somebody always goes, but what about when there's real threats? I promise you, you're mature enough and adult enough to recognize a real fucking threat. And if you're not, again, you've got a lot of work to do. 
And once you quiet the mind and slow things down, your discernment will get better. And you'll stop thinking everything is a fucking threat. And then you'll know the difference in someone who's just, I don't know, the wrong place, wrong time, and someone who's actually a threat. Um, you know, if you're, like, I got a cousin, my cousin Richard. I'll probably never see him again. After my mom died, I lost touch with a lot of people. But Richard grew up in Miami in the, um, you know, his whole life and then like lived in there in the 80s and the 70s. Well, more in the 80s when shit was crazy. Uh, now he lives in Asheville, North Carolina. He's the older gentleman. Lives in Asheville. Drives around with a handgun strapped to his fucking leg. He's acting as if the world is a threatening, dangerous place. If you've ever been to Asheville, you know it is not a threatening, dangerous place. He is acting as if Asheville is Miami. So his nervous system and his thinking are, where's the threat coming from? I just want to be strapped and ready. Da, 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 da. In my opinion, if you go places where uh, you having a Glock strapped to your thigh is a necessity, that's probably a you problem. You should take a look at that. Maybe stop going to such shitty places. Because, I don't know, I'm driving through Broward County right now and you know, Broward County is supposedly really dangerous. I don't fucking gun on me. It's fine. But if I go to Overtown or Liberty City down in Dade, that's going to be a problem. What the fuck are you doing in Overtown or Liberty City? Well, what if you live there? I don't know what to tell you. If you live in Overtown or Liberty City, you're probably not listening to this fucking podcast. But, you know, it's what we're doing that's making everything so bad for us. You know, but what about when you watch the news and... I don't know. If you're going to wrap yourself up in politics, that's very interesting. Because if you have like these aisles, right? You got the left and the right. Well, if your opinion of what is happening is objectively true, then that would mean the people on the other side of your opinion are suffering. And that you would be thriving because you're right. But instead, you have people suffering on both sides and people thriving on both sides. It's all about perspective. And politics, to me, is the biggest hell realm because it just keeps you fucking crazy. That's how they stay relevant, is by creating disasters for you to fucking worry about so they can come save you. Okay, so that's karma. Um, go to the website, join the Patreon. $10 a month gets you, that journey tier gets you the first Wednesday of every month. The $20 a month, the awake tier gets you the first Wednesday and the third Wednesday. Um, go to the store buy some shit. Um, I am going to be re-releasing the um, Don't Sprinkle Shit Seeds in My Dream Field t-shirt. Good news. Okay. All right. I love you guys. If you want to hang out one-on-one, uh, you want to find out what I can do for you that way, click the about button, read a little bit about it. Um, all right. That's it. I love you. Have a good day. Sleep tight. Whatever. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.